What's up, pals? Thanks for tuning in. This is episode 164 of Super Nerd Pals. I'm your host, Andy Carasquillo. And I'm your other host, Chris Sampson. And Andy, our acclaimed Pokemaster, what are we doing today? Talking about Detective Pikachu. Hell yeah. Now, I know, movie... I know we missed Endgame by like two weeks. <laughs> no, no, but... it's, it's fine. It's, no, Endgame is stuck in stasis thanks to the time stone so when we post it we actually posted two weeks ago it just it was delayed it was like timey-wimey quantum weird physics so it'll be fine it'll be fine but today we are bringing the spoiler cast for detective pikachu yes um so this movie was released over the weekend so uh may 10th um uh, in the U.S. and May 3rd in Japan. And I'm just going to go right out of the gate and say this is hands down the best video game movie or be, be, uh, the best video game adaptation or film adaptation ever. Um, and I think I think this, this is a shining light in a weird, desolate wasteland where video game movies have been all across the board pretty terrible or just been missing the mark. Um, but I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I mean, I feel like, I feel like it always takes Ryan Reynolds to have to do something correctly. Yes. Like we, we had a shitty ass (laughs) Baraka pool and Ryan Reynolds was arguing for, with the director about like, this is not how, uh, Deadpool is. This isn't how we should betray him. And the, the director at the time told him, well, if you ever want to play Deadpool again, you better keep quiet. So he just kept quiet, rolled with the punches, and years later, he got Deadpool revived to its perfect self. Ryan Reynolds doesn't give a fuck. He's like, no, no, I trust my vision, fools. And he, and he, and he succeeds. Now, I'll, I'll give him maybe like three or four years. I think Ryan Reynolds should take a stab again at, at Green Lantern and then he'll he'll be the director and the actor and the producer and the writer and uh, and the post production team and exactly and music and mm-hmm. all that other shit that goes into movies it'll just be he'll Ryan be- Reynolds every <laughs> cast member is Ryan Reynolds that's it He'll be the director and the personal assistant, and he'll get everything done, and still be under budget. When there's be- when there's a crowd of people like watching um, Green Lantern take on Sinestro, it's just gonna be a crowd of Ryan Reynolds in different costumes. <laughs> yes, I can't wait. Um, I, you know, I'm just gonna say it. Like Ryan Reynolds, I, I, I know he's Canadian. But he's he's our national hero. He's a national treasure. <laughs> we're we're, st- we're stealing him. Oh wait, no, no, wait. He has dual citizenship. Okay, it's fine. We can share with Canada. We we stole Canadians' national hero. Yes, Canada, you can have Bieber. Uh, go away. <laughs> go away. <laughs> Banish him to Shadow Realm. Um, so, uh, Andy, I wanted to uh, lead the conversation off with this. Um, I've a- I've never actually played the. Ne- the Detective Pikachu game. I haven't um, either. Yeah, I didn't realize it was so recent. It came out. It just in... came out like November, or December, uh, or maybe September actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it had a worldwide release March twenty third, twenty eighteen. Oh, was um, it March? Holy shit! I didn't notice. That. Yeah. 
Well, that was worldwide, but it was released in Japan on February 3rd, 2016. So they had a two-year head start. Um, but I, I was surprised. I, I was just scrolling through like the plot synopsis. Um, the movie takes uh, a lot of the same major beats uh, as Detective Pikachu. Uh, so, yes, it involves a talking Pikachu who's um claims to be a great detective they both have major characters of the same name including uh our boy justice smith as tim goodman uh harry goodman's also in the original game um so i but the movie takes some major creative liberties and Mm -hmm. i mean i don't have any opinions against this because i never played the game um but some things they changed were um, uh, Tim's background. So in the game, he's an 18-year-old who leaves home um, to search for his father. Uh, while Tim in the movie, he's 21 years old. He works as an insurance salesman. And he lives with his grandma. And he leaves the city to collect um, his father's old things and, and affairs when we assume he's dead at the beginning of the movie. Um, so other big differences, um, uh, Roger, uh, Roger Clifford is the, uh, the mastermind, but here they change it. So Roger is the Patsy and Bill Nighy, which I love that he's being the major villain in a Pokemon movie. Uh, he plays the father, uh, Howard, um, also, another big, um, uh, another. Well, I guess like the the whole evil master evil plot of the the game. Uh, Roger wanted to use uh, a mix of. Uh, well, he wanted to use Mewtwo and R, uh, and this convoluted plot to collect limitless information. So he's pulling a Riddler, I guess. But here, um, Howard, uh, or Bill Nye, he's driven by this crazed obsession with evolution. He wants to fuse humans and Pokemon together into like a more dystopic but perfect quote-unquote union. Um, so there's a lot of uh, creative liberties taken with the original source material, but I mean, I, I watched it blind. I had no I I had basically... Aside from the trailers, uh, I didn't know anything else about Detective Pikachu. Um, and it was still a fantastic story. And I think like the biggest amount of joy I took from this movie, aside from you know Ryan Reynolds, um, you know just just killing it, it's just living the world of Pokemon and just seeing Pokemon just not just do in in day to day life. And I could just have an entire movie of like 14 hours worth of just no plot it's just pokemon and humans just living together and it could be like a fly on the wall kind of documentary thing i mean i, I kind of loved it i kind of almost feel like that's how this movie was not to not to throw any shame on it but like mm-hmm. i mean uh, i'm gonna say this now in case anyone doesn't know by the name of spoiler cast but we throw in mm. spoilers so <laughs> about I want to say halfway through the movie, um, I I came to the conclusion that like Tim's dad was Pikachu. 
Mm. I just like turned to someone who watched the movie and I was like, uh, so so his dad's Pikachu, right? And they're like, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, it's obvious as fuck. Of course, of course, you, you want that emotional core, that emotional breakthrough in the third act of and how and like, I mean, your dad is Ryan Reynolds. How it's awesome like, is that? I mean, I, I, I had a thought of it throughout the movie because the question that I was having was like, okay, well, R seems to be making the apom very aggressive why isn't it affecting pikachu mm-hmm. and then later in the movie um when pikachu's facing the charizard um the dude's jacket like with all the r in it breaks and it engulfs the the stadium and all the pokemon go berserk except for pikachu and i'm like all right so what was what's so different about this pikachu and then and and then uh, latching on to the battle theory, like why would a like a normal Pikachu forget to use its moves? It's a Pikachu if, if 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 Pokemon are like quote unquote animals, you know, you know they should have like a natural instinct to or natural affinity to use their abilities. And then I'm guessing they were like, I'm guessing they were just banking on the fact that Pikachu has amnesia. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's weird. It's like okay, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it, it definitely worked, and it, it created um, lots of dramatic conflict, and and it, it opened up a lot of of avenues for, um, I guess, like slapstick humor, like you know. Well, like, that was my so point. All- so even even knowing that, like, knowing that major plot point in the middle of the movie, did not make me enjoy that movie any less. Mm-hmm. Like, I still thought that movie was amazing, hands down. Um, the twist that the father, um, yeah, that the father was, like, actually um, the villain Pikachu and not along. his son. No, oh, yeah, he, Howard, yeah. Yeah. Um, that threw me off a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I guess what I was surprised about, and I'm... I'm on second thought, it, it shouldn't have surprised me because like Pokemon always had like this undertone of like dark corporate evilness. I mean, you had like Team Rocket who low key wants to take over the world, and um, I don't know about low key. Yeah. They're pretty high key about that. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I. Like, but like, I wasn't expecting like something so megalomaniacal as a. Um, as a uh, as as the point of conflict, like like this dude like straight up wants to like f- like end all life as we know it and create like a new race of, of like Pokemon Chimera. He's basically Show Tucker. <laughs> 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 he's definitely he's definitely Show Tucker. Yeah, and um, so that was a, a little bit of a surprise, and I I was I was pl- I, it was just, it was a really big pleasant surprise because. Um, and I, I think it's, I think it's a, it's like a dark evil plot that was handled really well. And, um, I think it made it accessible to all ages. And I, I think Pokemon's always been all ages, but, um, I think we're at a time where all, all the, the original generation, they're all in their thirties and they have families and, you know, they have such fond memories of Pokemon and now they're they could take their kids to this movie um and then 
they could both both joy from different ends of the spectrum. I think um, it's um, I think it's interesting that the director was able to work on this movie and make it as well as it is with all of the Pokemon Company's restrictions. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've been reading articles on like how restricting they were with certain things and how the director had to fight with uh, fight for certain scenes. Like, like the Pokemon Company didn't want that that scene with Lickitung in the movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I did. I did read a. Uh, I saw like a, a headline. In they my also they also like tried arguing that like the Mister Mind scene is pointless and they didn't want that in the movie. But mm-hmm. that that scene had me laughing pretty hard. Yeah, and then I mean it, it's it's parroting or satirizing like. Uh, police procedural films and just having a Mr. Mime as your informant and I think I think it was really well done. They also didn't want um they didn't want the Pokemon to be depicted in Pokeballs which is why mm-hmm. the only one time you see a Pokeball being thrown is in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um yeah they wanted like they wanted it to be in a world where like Pokemon coexisted with humans and not like pets yeah and then and, and, and um narratively they set it up really well with rhyme city yeah uh, it's like yeah it's like this is the ultimate utopia where pokemon and humans um work side by side and live together and that's how like i said before that's how you can get this visual and narr- uh, narrative wonder where it's like oh yeah there's Squirtle's working at the fire department, and um, there's a Machoke as a crossing guard. Exactly, it's it's so I I find that really charming, and I think that was a, a great decision on their part. <clears throat> yeah, it was. I, I think it was very well, uh, very well written. I can't talk mm-hmm. today. Apparently, it's okay. <laughs> we we just love Pokemon so much. It's, it's we're getting tongue tied over it. Um, what, what was your favorite scene? Oh gosh. Um, mm, I have to think. I mean, obviously, like Mewtwo is one of my all-time favorite Pokemon. I think. Um, I think it was. It's probably. I. I mean, call me a sucker. I love the, the battle scene. <laughs> like 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 evil evil show Tucker Mewtwo versus that, fully awakened Ryan Reynolds Pikachu. That was another thing that the Pokemon Company didn't want in the movie. They didn't want Pokemon battles. Uh, okay, so it's it's not Pokemon fighting each other. It's humans controlling Pokemon. So it's like yeah, it's like yeah, we're humans controlling Pokemon like like Max or like. Pacific Rim, you know they're just drifting with each other. So. <laughs> Pack Rim, <laughs> Pack Rim, Pokey Rim, uh, Poke Rim. Um, I guess it's maybe not so much a specific scene, maybe like a specific sequence. Um, I don't. Know, I just really like the interaction in general between Justice Smith um, and oh god, um, I shouldn't know her name. Uh oh yeah, Lucy Stevens played by Catherine Newton. Um, so she's the junior reporter that they team up, and I just really like their their dynamic. Um, and yes, it was a 
a romantic B plot, and I don't, um, I don't, I didn't really. I mean, I guess I don't know. Now that I think of it, I, I I'm not sure they had like the right chemistry for each other, but like I would. Um, I, I feel like, like I feel like it was lightly implied. Yeah, it wasn't like a heavy emphasis on it, which I really liked. I don't I don't mm-hmm. really like being spoon fed a relationship that doesn't need to be there. I just like them being together and working with each other. And yes, I mean, if they do a sequel, they they can explore the B plot more. But oh like, yeah, definitely. It, yeah. Um, even if there wasn't like any B plot, um, I just lo- I just love how they interact, and um, I've grown to really really like Catherine Newton as a as an actress, um, because like over the weekend as well, um, a new Netflix series came out mm-hmm. called The Society, and she plays one of the main characters, uh, and she she kills it. So I have to check um, that out. Yeah, it's really really good. Um, and I think this is the first time we really see Justice Smith, like, really, really get, um, dig into his acting chops. Because, like, the only other film I've seen with him was, um, uh, Jurassic World, and, which came out, like, 2017, I think. Um, and he plays Franklin. Um, and he played, like, a sort of, like, one-note uh character uh he was basically like the the comic relief uh to back up chris pratt but here he plays a lot more emotional death um and he has a lot more material to work with so i really, I mean, really I enjoyed feel like his performance he hasn't really had any big acting roles to be honest mm-hmm. so uh i want to say this was like his first big one i didn't see jurassic role uh jurassic world so mm-hmm. I don't, I can't really say on that, but this is like his real first, um, main acting role where he's yeah. like the main and, um, character and whatnot. And I think he did really well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, what, what was your favorite part of the movie? Uh, one of my favorite parts was actually with the Torterra garden. Oh yeah. Like Cause the, I was like. The whole time I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then Mm -hmm. I saw the Torterra's head and I was like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. That was like a good mind fuck moment. And then Mm -hmm. um, it's funny that you talked about the chemistry between Lucy and Tim. Because one of my favorite moments was the chemistry between Pikachu and Psyduck. Oh my god. I I really enjoyed that. That was really great. Um, Pikachu the whole nailed... time was just like, yo, this motherfucker's gonna kill all of us right now. Psyduck releases a giant psychic <laughs> shockwave, wakes up an entire herd of Torteras. It's it's so good. Um, yeah, I I really don't have like uh, like any complaints. I I, I wish. You know, because I just love Ken Ken Watanabe a lot. I wish he had a, 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 just more more lines, but I know this was um, more of Tim Gridman's and Lucy Stevens' story than anything else. But maybe in the sequel, maybe in the sequel. I do love the fact that like um, his oh god his his partner God, I'm such a horrible Pokemon person. Oh, uh, uh, Snubble, Snubble. Yeah, I I think that's that's like the pitch perfect partner for him uh, <laughs> I think it was hilarious that he turned into a snubble yes <laughs> um, 
Yeah, uh, I guess um, I re- I I mean I liked how this Mewtwo was like more of a he, he like I guess in the original Pokemon movie he was more morally gray. Um, you could somewhere in between like villain and anti-hero or tragic hero. Um, and this Mewtwo, I, I think it's canonically is it the same Mewtwo from like the other movie or is it? Uh, so my thought is that it is, and it's mm-hmm. because the Mewtwo mentions that. Um, well, they mentioned that the Mewtwo was escaped twenty years ago, and yeah. twenty years ago to this film's release was actually Pokemon the first movie. Oh shit! So cuts. I really think that it's the same Mewtwo. That's that's my headcan as well. I, I really hope it's the same Mewtwo. And that Mewtwo, and... this Mewtwo also mentioned how he thought like humans were horrible people, and that was Mewtwo's like shit the whole first movie. And mm-hmm. even during Mewtwo Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um... I don't know, I just... I, I From the trailers, uh, how it was cut, like, especially that first one where, like, Mewtwo explodes out of the, um... The Pikachu, uh, parade balloon. You're... It, it seemed like, oh, shit, Mewtwo's gonna start some shit. But I loved how he was secretly, um... A... A protagonist the entire time who's trying to help Harry the entire time and through slow reveals he figured out like there was there was layers of substitutes to um to hide that and it's like oh cool Mewtwo Mewtwo's like a he's an S-class hero this is great um so I really enjoyed that uh that part of the movie as well yeah um I just kind of wish that they gave the director a little more creative freedom um mm-hmm not not by any chance that this is a bad movie, but um, I'm curious as to what this movie would have turned out to be if the director had creative freedom and mm-hmm. didn't have to really have so many restrictions by the Pokemon company. Yeah, I mean, I can understand those restrictions because, you know, it, they want it to be successful. They're very protective of their IP. They want it to be represented well. Um, uh, Mario. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and this is the first ever Pokemon live action film. Um, so I can I, I understand their caution. Or just, I mean, with their, all the positive reviews, I feel like now they're going to be a little more lenient with the director if he wants yeah. to come back for a sequel. Hell yeah. Um, okay, so... Uh, at the end of the film, it leaves off with um, uh, Ryan Reynolds uh, and Tim um, making up um, and Tim deciding to uh, become a detective and live with Harry and Pikachu. Um, so what what do you think will... Or what would you like to see in the sequel? Uh, do, you want, um, do you still want to focus on on tim and ryan reynolds or did you do you want it to be set in the same universe i definitely wanted with... to focus on tim and ryan reynolds um mm-hmm. i want i don't know if you noticed but at the end of the movie pikachu does not talk anymore because yeah. obviously ryan reynolds is not a part of pikachu mm-hmm. um i want that movie to focus on like how to get Pikachu's voice back. 
<laughs> they're, gonna, they're just training Pikachu to how to actually talk. It's going to be like a whole training montage. I mean, mm. Meowth taught himself how to talk. Yeah. Meowth is... They, oh my, that'd be so cool. It's just like Team like just Team Rocket and Meowth like shows up in the next film. Uh, Jesse and James and Meowth. Um, I would love that. I want to see the return of Ditto. What happened to Ditto? Yo, dude, this Ditto was so screwed up in this movie. I completely yeah. forgot. Like, so they, it was like a gen, like genetically altered Ditto, so it could morph into humans and like. Um, it was creepy. It, it had beady ass eyes. Everything. Yeah, it was. It was so weird. Oh my god. It was. I loved it. It was great. It was. It's just funny like, how how when the Ditto transformed to the girl that it took shape of it just took its sunglasses off and had the beady <laughs> eyes and i'm like oh my god it's like shit oh my god it's it was wild like i would never i would never consider detective pikachu a, a low-key body horror movie but just with <laughs> just with diddle alone like oh that's so weird <laughs> okay okay hot take whose eyes are more disturbing uh, is it Miss Norman, um, or played by Suki Waterhouse? So she, she's the human form of Ditto, or uh, or oh. Alita from Battle Angel Alita. Which oh oh yeah yeah. I think the winner has to go to beady eyed Lucy. Be- yes. Oh my god. Beady eyed Lucy looked pretty freaking creepy. <laughs> He was really weird. Like it's not, it's not meant to be scary, but it's like it's terrifying. <laughs> I feel oh, like good. if they put that in the new Chucky movie, yes, <laughs> that movie might actually be scary. Oh god, yeah. Or like it chapter two. <laughs> it cha- <laughs> They're not even gonna fully put that ditto in. It's just gonna be in random background scenes, very like faded. You can't really see it, but you can see it. <laughs> um, I'm just thinking. You, you know how like um Bill Skarsgård and it like he his eyes are like they move in different directions or do they just stare in different directions. Oh yeah, I'm that is to- so creepy. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to picture how a ditto would do that. No, <laughs> like, don't, don't. <laughs> just like um, uh, what is it? Over time, it just like little by little just starts going apart. Uh, yes. Oh my god. <laughs> I remember when I I'm pretty sure I said this in the spoiler cast, but when I saw it. And he did it the first time. I was like, what is he doing? Why is this so creepy? Nothing is happening. (laughs) Oh, wait. No, no, I got it. I got it. So, like, so it's Lucy and she's staring at you. But, like, like the one eye is, like, it's, like, normal. It stays in place. But, like, (laughs) like her other eye... It's it's as if like it was it was glued on and the glue is starting to like melt so it's just the other beady eyes just slowly running down her cheek. You know yes, what would have been really right. creepy? You know how Ditto like turned back to itself before it like melted? What if mm-hmm. it took the shape of like Lucy and then started uh, melting? Uh <laughs> kind of like um this guy from Who Framed Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Uh um, Yes. Oh, the guy, uh, Chris, uh, not Christopher Lloyd. Um, Why am I forgetting his name? Uh, I know who you're talking about. 
post-production. Google, my old friend. Google. <laughs> so this, this is taking longer than I expected. It's okay. It's okay. We can just edit it all out. Oh, yeah. It is Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. You know, I I, lo- I really, really low-key want a Pokemon horror movie. Yo, a Pokemon horror movie would <laughs> Star- be crazy. Starring, starring Ditto. Can you imagine? Can you imagine, like, uh, like, all, like, like, it was like a, it's like a, I don't know, like a group of Pikachu or maybe like the Squirtle Squad and then like they're slowly picked up one by one and then the main leader with the with like the Gurren Lagann Kamina glasses. I wish I wish one of the Squirtles had the Kamina glasses. That'd be so good. And then in and like the third act reveal, uh it reveals his glasses. You just see like beady eyes <laughs> and you're just like, oh shit, that's a ditto. <laughs> That's what I want that movie to be about, actually. Scratch what yes. I said before. I need this to be Detective Pikachu Revenge of Ditto. Oh my god. And Ditto yes. and is then... gonna train a highly trained army of Dittos. Yes. Oh no no no. Okay, so a Ditto becomes self-aware, uh, and then um slowly, slowly of course they start kidnapping the um, uh, actual humans, and they they're replacing him like like inva- uh, invasion of the body snatchers. So or... so we're talking about so we're talking about the Kree invasion. Yes. Oh, when the Kree invaded the Avengers, <laughs> yes. one by Pokemon, one, kidnapped them, and <laughs> Pokemon Secret Invasion. Um, and oh. Uh, and then so they're slowly replacing humans, and then the the ditto like they they reacquire um, Howard's like genetic technology, and they uh, they enhance their abilities even more. So not just they're able to mimic humans; they're able to perfectly replicate humans and their memories. And and so they're 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 perfectly indistinct. I mean, I'm guessing that goes to say their voice too. Their voice, yes. So they can actually talk. And then um, and because Ditto, they're like we become the new Pokemon masters. So we, they become the humans, and they go around uh, into the wild, and they then they capture Pokemon, or maybe they. They they infiltrate every level of government, uh, and they institute like increasingly dystopic and draconian laws. So um, Pokemon, so they, and then they have like a secret um, secret team of Pokemon uh, uh, acting under their will, and they're they're like, oh, they're humans. They know what's best, but uh, no, and then ditto. and then the ditto stage a coup d'état against the entire all the Pokemon regions at the same time. Yes, yes. And it's up to Arceus <laughs> to come down and, like, stop it all. Oh, my... Okay, I had this amazing scene where it's, like... You know in The Godfather, where, like, the five families are meeting? Uh, <laughs> so you have, like, like the leaders of every <laughs> evil teams, like Team Rocket and Team Skull. And they're all in this one boardroom, but they're all wearing sunglasses. And then uh, they all take off the sunglasses and their eyes, like, morph back all the... From normal eyes to beady eyes. And they're like, oh, shit! They're all dittos, a secret cabal of ditto. <laughs> that, take, that took over not only all the legitimate um, uh, 
places of power. They also took over like all the, the crime bosses. Underworld. Yes. Perfect. And this will lead in <laughs> to Smash Bros. Because Dittos will replace the Polygon team. Oh God. Andy, how, how did what? How did this happen? <laughs> I didn't. It wasn't even on the agenda to like write our own script. It's crazy because you pitched that when we were talking about the episode. You're like, we can talk about a Smash script, and I'm like, yeah, no, we don't have enough time for that. And you were like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Guess what? And then here, we're still under time. Turned out, we're still on time and writing scripts. Okay, so so Ditto, I'm telling you, Ditto I'm telling you, Chris. Hand and becomes and then and they no wait. What if Ditto transforms into a like no? What if what if like like out of Neon Genesis Evangelion? So so all the Dittos, all the Dittos in all the world, they want to go to the next form of evolution. And what is that? They become one single consciousness, one single super super Ditto, and then they form a super Ditto. They and they use. Like I don't know, like you two are as a MacGuffin to like open up another portal. I feel into, like this is like, going into like a Power Rangers esque type of <laughs> scene. Yes. So they open up a portal, and then like you have a Super Ditto, and Super Ditto uses the Master Hand and <laughs> obtains like the ultimate power over all all the Nintendo universes. And then and, the, and Ditto using his ultimate move, uh, he uses Master Hand as a little as like a rocket fist. She's like Ditto, and he like shoots out <laughs> like a bunch of a bunch of Ditto like morphs inside the master hand and becomes a it becomes a mold and it propels itself this giant master hand rocket fist propelled by ditto and it just like smashes into uh like i don't know uh, final destination and it's up to mario to like do like the ultimate uppercut to like try to like punch and block and like deflect master and, hand and john leguizamo is <laughs> absolutely coming back as luigi right i mean oh hell sense. yeah oh oh hell yeah Oh, it's so good. <laughs> well, we did it. And we still we managed it. to keep time. I'm telling yes. you, Chris, episode 200, we're going to start writing a script. I know, it'd be great. It'd I don't know great. what the oh. fuck this movie is going to be about, but I can guarantee you it's going to have 10,000 copyright claims. Uh, yes, and we'll make we'll, we'll start our own We're going to use we'll a make... little we're going to use a little bit of character from here, a little from there, oh. some anime drama TV shows. I mean, yes, fuck, please. we were able to to connect Archie with Mad Max. Yes. yes we please. did that. Oh we God. did that. We did that. We did this. <laughs> we were able to legitimately show how all of these universes were linked. It's yes. Fucking madness. It's, it's great. It's great. I mean, like, the multiverse. The multiverse is real uh, because of the snap, because it opened up a dimension, and now but we're, Mysterio. We, as super nerd pals, are the only woke ones. Yes, it's true. I love it. And and we do it under budget and under time. Because right now, <laughs> it's all, we're only 37 minutes. It's great. Usually it would be an hour or two. But no, not today. <laughs> we were like, hold on. Cut the shenanigans. Let's save all of it for the end. Done. Yes. Done. Okay, so we have we we have the sequel. We have we have a a sketch for you know the main villain for the super Super Smash Brothers. And we have motive. Universe. We have motive. We have motive. 
We have motive. Ditto. Ditto is the scariest, o- most OP Pokemon ever. Just, just it's canon now. All right, I guess let's give our review on the movie and then just leave it at that. There's, there's nothing more to say after that sequel. Page. Got, I think we, I think we did it. It's perfect. Um, so, Andy, uh, how, uh, how many Pokeballs would you rate this movie? I'll give it five out of five. It's a great movie. I'll give it five. Yeah, definitely five out of five Pokeballs. It was just. It was just really well written. It was fun. It was charming. It was charismatic. Like the characters, um, and whether you grew just... up with Pokemon or not, like you will definitely enjoy this movie. Yeah, and I and definitely, and I also want to give like a shout out to um, uh, R.J. Palmer. Actually, I, I'm really I I I like a a plus brownie points to R.J. Palmer. So. The realistic style of the Pokemon uh, in the film were based on his artwork. So, R.G. Palmer, he started out um, releasing realistic Pokemon concept art on the internet. So, I'm guessing, like, Instagram or DeviantArt, one of those platforms. And um, the movie's production designer discovered him while they were making this film. And they offered R.G. Palmer a job Um for like as a concept artist for their movie um so i guess one of the one of the moral of these uh more of the stories is like you know work on your craft and you know whether it's art or podcasting or writing because you never know nintendo might knock on your door be like hey work for us um so that's really cool i want to give uh, again like major props to to yeah i've always i've always really enjoyed his work on like realistic pokemon so mm-hmm. to actually see it come to life in this movie is really awesome. Yeah. And then I also want to give a shout out to um uh Adi Shankar. Uh so you may you may know him as the producer for uh the Castlevania series and the upcoming was it Devil May Cry series? Yeah, it's, a, it's like an or was it the Legend of Zelda series? I don't know. Adi Shankar, he's just uh, he's just doing amazing things on Netflix. But before that, he got his rise doing um, darker, gritty reboots of like classic series. So one of his earliest YouTube films was the dark, gritty reboot of Pokemon. So he created this short film um, where it had realistic looking Pokemon, like a lot. Look very similar to what you see in Detective Pikachu, and um, it had like a burnt out Ash, uh, and it had like like Fight Club esque uh, with gladiatorial fighting rings, and Pikachu was like um, on the ropes and fighting other ungodly looking fucked up versions of of Pokemon. And this was this came out like a really long time ago. Well, I guess quote unquote a long time ago. Um, I'm guessing like early 2010s um and i feel like that was just a um i think it was just a a, a omen of what to come what what came to pass and now we now you know 20 uh 25 years after pokemon first started you know we have an actually really amazing really well done live action pokemon movie and and now it was very financially successful and I can't wait for more. Oh, yeah. This movie is hype. Go see it if you haven't. Go see it. 
If um, if you haven't, I don't know why you're listening this long. It's okay. It's okay. Just 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 forget what you forget what you heard. Go watch it. Then come back and listen to us again. And then um, and then please send us your ideas. Like we like we 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 cracked the code. We want Ditto to be the main villain of Pokemon Detective Pikachu too. Um, so if you have any wacky ideas, uh, we'd love to hear them. <laughs> well, you want to give us a closeout, Chris? Yeah. So this is uh, episode 164 of the Super Nerd Pals podcast. Uh, you can find our show uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, any podcatcher of your choice. Uh, just look us up on Super Nerd Pals. Um, also on our RSS feed, uh, we'll ha- you'll find a bunch of sister shows. So on topic, uh, we have the show Wonderful, uh, a a, a eight episode a limited miniseries by both Zach and Andy. Uh, Andy, you want to give a little elevator pitch for those who haven't listened to Wonderful yet? Yeah, so Wonderful is about the celebration of the 20th anniversary of Pokemon Snap. And it goes through um, how we got introduced to the games, to pitching different games, to a bunch of other different stuff and um, elements that we liked from the game and that we can see in a sequel. Um, I think that I'm pretty sure that series wrapped up last week. So if you haven't had a chance, all eight episodes are live now. Give that a check out. Hell yeah. And also you could check out our other sister show, also, also hosted by Zach, called Chaos or Kingdom Hearts and other stuff where uh, Zach brings on uh, a new guest every week and they talk about a different topic so it could be anything from time management or tabletop games listen or... <laughs> time management is a bad topic to bring to kingdom hearts just True. saying <laughs> uh but yeah, it, it takes a, a smattering of all those topics and zach will somehow lick it up uh lick it back to kingdom hearts because it, that that's his biggest passion in life and it's a wonderful show so you should check it out also uh ryan and i do a horror podcast called left for dread uh it's on a separate rss feed but if you look up um left for dread on uh, uh itunes soundcloud stitcher google play you can find us it's our uh, weekly horror movie podcast and right now we're doing a podcast marathon where we're going through all the movies in the saw franchise um so you can find us on Facebook, uh, um, Twitter, Instagram. Um, oh wow, wow! Let me, <laughs> I'm so tired. Uh, you got you can find us uh, at Super Nerd Pals on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash/groups/slash/supernerdpals. So you join the group, uh, join an amazing community where we just post memes and jokes and and news all the time. And if you want us to shoot us an email, you could go to, oh God, what was it? Pals Super at supernerdpals.com. Yeah, there you go. And Eddie, where can people go to go visit our website? Uh, our website is supernerdpals.com or nerdpals.network. Hell yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, so thank you for listening. And go out and watch Detective Pikachu. Give it all the monies because we want more sequels. We want the Super Smash Brothers movie, um, and we just want Nintendo to keep turning out these movies. I, I, I think, 
I think we're, we we they cracked the code. There's no this is like a, a fantastic um, a fantastic time to be a nerd. Um, and we we can't wait to see what happens next. Absolutely. And next time on Super Nerd Pals, we will all be dittos. And you will all be dittos. <laughs> and no one will know. No one will know. I mean, that'll be phase five. Phase five for Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening. All right.